If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard top. It's Kevlin's decent to sandbox. What's going on since the sandbox fans? Yes, I'm back. You know who it is. I don't even got to introduce myself today. That's how confident I feel. But we're in with another episode of the positional top 10. I just gave you guys the defense. Now it's time to get to the offensive side of the ball, but we can't start things out with the quarterbacks. You guys know that. So we're starting it out with the offensive line today. Got some interesting names on here, so I think you guys are going to want to stay tuned. Before we jump into this episode, make sure you guys go and leave us a five-star review. It's greatly appreciated. We're always trying to give back to our fans, and that's a way that you can give back to us to tell us that we're doing a great job. Go to Apple, scroll down to the bottom, click write a review, give us five stars, and tell us why you like us. Please and thank you in advance. Okay, our positional top 10. Offensive line rankings from 10 to 1. Guys, we do have some rookies on here, so very interesting to see when offensive line rookies can really get on this list and make themselves stand out. At 10, Rashawn Slater from the Chargers, protecting Justin Herbert over there. And, you know, the Chargers were a little bit of a disappointment this year. I don't think people were expecting, you know, the Raiders to get in as that other AFC West team. But, you know, they were, and they deserve to be, you know, after everything that they went through and still, you know, somehow found success. So shout out to the Raiders, but this is about Rashawn Slater and the Chargers, and, you know, they definitely need to make sure that, you know, the playoffs are secured next year. Austin Eckler got to be in there. But, you know, Rashawn Slater does a good job holding up that tackle position, trying to make sure that one of the most hot offenses in the NFL, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, that they all stay involved and all get to produce. Now at nine, Creed Humphrey. You guys might have seen Creed Humphrey in the pregame, the postgame from the Chiefs. Creed Humphrey's a center for the Chiefs and absolutely filled in like he was a veteran center, you know, developing a relationship with an all-time quarterback like Patrick Mahomes isn't easy to do in just an offseason, especially, you know, with all things COVID, a shortened preseason game. So, you know, the Chiefs coming out the start of the year, struggling, and then, you know, finding the success that they did. Even though it didn't turn out to a Super Bowl appearance, I'd still think that, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs did what they had to do. I mean, every single year when you have Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill, you're going to be a Super Bowl favorite. But, you know, the Bengals were a better team. The Rams were a better team this year. And, you know, it's always fun to switch things up. Creed Humphrey here at nine. At eight, Tristan Wirfs. And we saw at the end of the year, you know, how much his impact really meant to the Bucks when he was hurt and couldn't play with the playoff games. It would be interesting to see if the Bucks had a different result with Tristan Wirfs in the lineup. But him here at eight, protecting Brady and just, you know, creating holes for Leonard Fournette. He's done it consistently two years in a row. It's seven, a New England Patriot on this list, Michael Onwenu. And, you know, he really holds up that right side of the line and He's been good. You know, that Patriots offense has been able to run the ball successfully for quite some time. And Bill Belichick always finds pieces that aren't, you know, big name guys to to really fill in there. So really interesting what happened um, with the development for the Patriots offensive line, how quick it changed as soon as Mac Jones got in there. At six, Ryan Ramchek. Guys, you can debate that Ryan Ramchek could be higher up on this list. 
You know, he's always playing that right side tackle, but, you know, he could play both the tackles. That versatility is absolutely needed on, on most teams, honestly. And the Saints offense struggled a lot this year. They didn't have the likes of Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara was in and out with injury. And that quarterback position never really had a finished answer. So things were definitely difficult, but that Saints offensive line was always solid, always kept them in the game. Here at five, Corey Lindsley. This is the second Chargers lineman I have on here. And Corey Lindsley in his first year from going from Green Bay to the Chargers. I'm sure the weather was was no difficulty in, in getting adapted to, but uh, the quarterbacks going from a veteran to a young guy playing in a different style offense and, and just, you know, many different factors that, that can affect an offense for sure. Corey Lindsley still coming in. Like I said, holding up Justin Herbert with, with uh, Rashawn Slater. And, and, you know, that team disappointed this year, but they still had somewhat of a successful year. At four, Joel Bitonio from... The Browns, you guys know about him creating those holes for Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and you know that that Browns offense, even though they didn't succeed as much as they probably would have liked to this year. You know, that offensive line has always been solid at the God position. Betonio is one of the best in the NFL. At three, Zach Martin. You know, Zach Martin, great tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have some of the best offense in the NFL, and you obviously need offensive linemen, very great offensive linemen, to go and do that with. So Zach Martin here at three. At two, Big Q. Lou would be proud of me having Big Q here at two, although he would probably argue that he was at one. Quinton Nelson had one of the most successful running backs in the NFL this year in Jonathan Taylor, if not the most successful and I know he was hurt a little bit throughout the season, but offensive linemen like Big Q, you can't find them often. Quinton Nelson here at two. At one, Trent Williams. Guys, Trent Williams, after his whole scenario with the Washington football team, Washington Commanders, Washington Redskins, whatever Washington team you want to call them, I'm really so over it <laughs> with that team. Comes to San Francisco and finds a way to revitalize his career after, you know, what what had went on um, with the injuries and, and things like that. But Trent Williams, still one of the best tackles in the game, is paid handsomely because of that and is one on my offensive line positional top 10 power ranking. So, guys, that's the offensive line rundown. Let me know what you guys think below of the rundown. If you like, dislike, don't really care if you dislike, but I'll uh, listen to it anyway. Guys, make sure you leave a five-star review. You guys know the deal. Go and check out our Meet the People series that's strictly on our podcast. Follow on our Instagram, Facebook. You guys know the deal. Like I said, go to Apple, scroll to the bottom, hit write a review, five stars, and tell us what you like about the podcast. Peace out.